0: Welcome back to A Moment with Matthew podcast. I am so excited to be doing the second episode already. This week, we are going to talk about how can I love someone and be angry with them or disappointed, or how can I love someone and break it off with them? These are important distinctions to make because you can do all of it And still love them. So stay tuned because here we go with episode two of A Moment with Matthew podcast. I recently wrote a blog post entitled, I Love You Doesn't Mean I'm Taken Advantage Of. And in it, I explore the ways that we show emotion outside of love, or more importantly, how we show emotion inside of love. So often we think to ourselves, well, how can I be angry with them if I love them? Or how can I be disappointed? Or... I have to let them hurt my feelings every once in a while because I love them and this love will conquer all. Or more importantly, and one that many of us have a struggle with, how do I let this person go and yet I still love them? These are important issues to explore because these are all issues that are dichotomies of love. You can be angry with someone and love them. You can be disappointed in the way they treat you and love them. You can let them go. You can say, I cannot keep taking in the poison of this toxic relationship and still love them. That doesn't mean the love is mature. It doesn't mean that the love is something that you should keep in your life, but you can recognize, yes, I love you, but I can't be around you any longer. And that is a hard lesson to learn. I had a boyfriend and it was an emotionally abusive relationship. If you are interested in reading a little bit more about it, it is in my latest blog. You can check it out on my link tree that is attached to all of my social media. And this relationship... Was really tough. He was a professional gaslighter. If anything went wrong in our relationship, I knew it was going to be my fault. And I accepted that. I accepted that because I'd gotten it into my head that this was the best I was going to do this was the only guy that was ever going to love me because it was the first guy in a long time who had said, I love you. And of course I believed him. I believed it every time he said, I love you even when he was making things my fault, even when he was blaming me, even when he said to me, why can't you support us? Why can't you send me to school? Why can't you do this? Why is it? Why, why, why? All of it, everything became my fault and it was painful. But I finally had to mature and say to myself, this is not healthy for me. I love him. I do love him. I did love him. And I didn't want to let him go because I truly believed in my own self-hatred at the time that I couldn't do any better. I couldn't do better than this gaslighting, emotionally abusive person. And now I absolutely know that I can. And I had to say, Yes, I love you, but I can't be with you anymore because I love myself more. That was not something I was ready to say a decade ago when I was going through that. What I finally had to do was find one little kernel of self-love that I could hold on to as I went through the process of breaking away. It wasn't easy. It was not something that I ever wanted to think about again. There were tears, there was anger, there was depression, there was thoughts of going back, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't keep running on that treadmill over and over in the same spot. It was like that treadmill was going forward and running me directly into a brick wall and I kept gladly slamming into it because I thought that's what love was. Because I didn't love myself. Now I'm in a much healthier relationship. I have an open communication with my boyfriend. And I think that is so important. Do I still come home and say, okay, so you've been laying here since I left. And you said, oh, I'm going to pick up these clothes that I have thrown around the house. Oh, and I'm going to do the dishes. Oh, and I'm going to clean up the bathroom. All of these things that were promised... And weren't done, can I walk in that house and say, oh, I am so pissed this didn't happen? Or I am really disappointed that you didn't follow through on the promise you made for me. Absolutely, I can say that. And can I still love him when I say those things? I sure can. And now the mature part of our loving relationship is I can say to him, hey, here's how this makes me feel. It doesn't reflect on you as a person. I just really wanted your help with this. I still love you, but I'm disappointed that these things didn't happen. That is the healthy way to deal with it. That is a healthy way to love someone, but also be able to be disappointed or upset or angry. What isn't healthy is telling someone that they're an awful person because they didn't clean up after themselves. That's just bullshit. That is the gaslighting that so many of us fall for in our so-called loving relationships. And I want you to say to yourself now, I'm not putting up with that kind of bullshit ever again. Don't get me wrong, you may have to remind yourself over and over again that I'm not putting up with this any longer because we do easily fall back into those patterns. When we don't come at a relationship with someone, whether it's a friendship, a loving relationship, it doesn't matter because that inner critic will tell us too often hey, wait a minute, you don't want to ruin this. Hey, wait a minute, you may not find this kind of love again. It is okay to remind yourself, Uh, wait a minute, I don't need to listen to that because what I do need to listen to is what is best for me. Say that one more time. I need to listen to what is best for me for me. That is the point of self-love. You do have to put yourself first. I'm not talking in that arrogant way where you are supposedly better than everyone else. That's not what I'm talking about here. The self-love that I'm talking about isn't based in arrogance and ego. The self-love that I am talking about is based in compassion is based in self-care, is based in wanting what is best for ourselves. That is the self-love that I am asking you to really think about for yourself. When we approach our self-love with compassion, then we will approach the world with loving compassion. A lot of the times we don't love ourselves because we are far too hard on ourselves. We say that we have to be perfect all the time. That is not something that we can reach for. So we have to understand that perfection is not something we are going to have. And we have to fall in love with all of those perfect parts. Because until we fall in love with ourselves, we are not going to extricate ourselves from these toxic relationships. When we fall in love with ourselves compassionately, kindly, openly, that is when we can have tough conversations with people we love, hold that love for them in our hearts, and continue and repair and reflect and grow the relationship. It's when we have that compassionate self-love for ourselves that we are able to say, I deserve better than the way you are treating me. I'm not saying you have to cut every person off that doesn't treat you well. Perhaps they're willing to grow too. And perhaps they didn't know that they weren't treating you as well as they should because you weren't speaking up for yourself. If you are willing to have those growth conversations with them maturely, not yelling and screaming at each other and blaming each other, then the two of you can absolutely grow together. But if you've had those conversations and the other person is not willing to change, if they are continuing with their toxicity, if their anger and disappointment with you continues to grow and they take it out on you mentally or worse physically, that is the time to cut free. That is the time to say, no, this is no longer serving its higher purpose. And that higher purpose is to spread love. If there is not love flowing freely between the two of you, then you have to let go. You have to say, I'm sorry, I love me more, and I am no longer willing to put up with this behavior that is a hard conversation to have. Those are not easy conversations and there are plenty of books out there that will help you with these conversations. But the first thing you have to do is fall in love with you. And that is not easy. I've been trying it for a decade, more than a decade. And I am finally getting to the place where I understand my value and I understand my worth. The painful part of it has been for me that I look back on the last two decades and I say to myself, you have taken the easy way out of practically every aspect of your life because you did not feel you were valuable or worthy. You did not feel you were valuable and worthy enough to push for a job that paid you more money. You did not feel you were valuable or worthy enough to find a partner who loved you and respected you. I just accepted whatever came my way. If they were showing me attention, woo, this is it. I found him. That's so great. No, that is not so great. I have taken the easy way out in far too many aspects because I have not valued myself. In the past few years, I have grown to increase my value and recognize my value. One of the things I had to start saying to myself is, I am worthy. But in the beginning, I couldn't even say that. I could not look myself in the face in the mirror and say, I am worthy. So I had to start with, I am willing to feel worthy. I am willing to feel enough. I am willing to feel love for myself. And the more I did that, all of a sudden the word willing came out of the conversation with myself. I am worthy. I am enough. I love myself. I am not going to put up with relationships that do not meet my highest good because I am worthy of a loving, compassionate relationship. And that means friends. That means family. That means partner. All of those things you have to approach yourself Love yourself to the point where you understand, yes, this person is adding the greatest value to my life, or this person is not adding value to my life. And we think to ourselves, well, it's okay to have an acquaintance. My feeling at this point in my life is no, it's not. If they are not adding the highest value to you, then you do not need to have their energy in your orbit. That's as simple as it is. You do not need to expend your energy fighting off the negativity of other people. Let them go. Obviously, there are situations where you can't do that. If there are negative people in your job or where you grocery shop, whatever, you are going to run into those negative people. I'm not talking about those situations. The situations I'm talking about is your circle, the people you keep around to make sure that you have that valuable life. I have an amazing circle of friends. I have a loving family. And now I can say I have a great partner who values their time with me. And I value my time with them. We speak openly to each other. We reflect together. We are willing to say, hey, what you just said hurt my feelings. Or, you know, you can just flat out say it. Hey, that was a a dick thing to say. And, And that's okay. Because they will come back and say... If they truly care, they're going to come back and say, Oh, wait, I I may not have meant that then. Or let's talk about it. There is a reflection that all of us have to do. And you will know when those friends are the right people. If you say, Hey, what you just said was really kind of shitty. And they say to you, uh well you need to get over it or they start getting angry at you for even pointing that out that is probably not a person you want in your life that is probably not the energy because they are probably a really good gaslighter and trust me those people will make you feel like everything rests on you the friendship is not good because of you you got offended because you're too sensitive that is not how love works. I remember a quote that I have loved for many years, and that quote was, love is not complicated. It is us who complicates it. We humans tend to complicate love. Love is free-flowing. Love is all around us. Love is even more grand when we can give it freely because then it finds us. It allows the people who give love freely to come into our orbit. And those are the people we want. The more self-hatred we have, the less self-love we have, the more those energies are going to grab people who you don't want around you, who are going to continue to make you feel like you are not valuable and worthy. Those are the people you need out of your life. Those are not the people you need now. You need strong, compassionate, loving energy. And that is what you deserve. You deserve to love yourself and you deserve to be... surrounded by friends, family, partners who love you. That is a non-negotiable in my life, and it should be in yours, because you are valuable, you are worthy, and you are loved, and I love you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Moments with Matthew podcast. This is episode two. Please do share it with others you think would enjoy it. Please do like and subscribe to this podcast channel and leave a review. That really does help spread this message. I am so glad that I got this time with you and I will listen for you next week. Or I guess you'll be listening for me next week on a moment with Matthew podcast, episode three.